Yo, I am so glad it works right now. Hell yeah. Um, this will only be for a bit. Because I do have plans to see this person um, at 10. So I should have at least like 6 hours probably. So it'll only be for a bit, like an hour. Or maybe a bit more than that. Uh, but yeah. I'm just playing some God of War and then I'll talk to you guys during it. Kind of the vibe tonight. And then I'm going to talk about um, some. <laughs> Fuck was I saying? Sorry. Sometimes I can't focus well. Anyways. Um, I'm going to recount some stuff that happened this year. But first, I'm going to. Recount stuff, mainly media stuff, like stuff that's come out and stuff, trailers and things, um, since the last episode. Also, stuff that's happened in my life. Um, mainly, you know, trailers and things like that. First of all, happy fucking new year. Um, I think it's going to be a happy one. I am manifesting so many things, losing weight, um, finding and gaining a partner. I'm already in a place where I think I can have one. It's just, in a, it's just to a point where... Um, it's just up to the universe now. I mean, I you know cheesy, but like, I don't know, man. I believe in that stuff. I believe in like soulmates and things, true love, whatever, and like fate and stuff. This person is meant to be in your life for this amount of time, things like that. Um, I totally get why someone wouldn't want to or just wouldn't believe in that sort of stuff in general. Um, I don't know, man, I do, I just, first of all, it's a nice fucking thought, and second off, yeah, man, it's just, like, that's all, that sort of stuff is, just, just something to believe in, I wouldn't call true love and that stuff a religion, obviously, but, like, I call it something to believe in, something to hope for, I guess. Mm. 
need to heal. Is there any heal things around here? Um. Yeah, man. Just point being, I'm in a place where I can have a partner. It's just up to the universe now. Up to fate and all that. But I am very glad I'm at that place now. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm with some weight, getting a partner, um, do all of, finish the interview, but that's dependent on also my friends as well. Still things that, since I'm the main character, sorry, thing almost hit me, um, someone has to film it. That's the whole thing. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I repeat myself a lot, basically just, oh, shit, damn it, I died again. Sorry, just frustrating. Um, yeah, gain a partner, lose some weight, and get to 150, because that's thing, you know, the average that my doctor is telling me to get to. Um, I've been maintaining, like, 172 for, since, shit, June. Um, last time I checked, so, well, then we checked again on, in November, but, like, both times checking was 172, so, um, or just in general, early 170s, I suppose. Which is not horrible, but not amazing either, so, I'd like to get to a good weight. Perfect one. And then, yeah, um, it's other than losing weight and getting a partner, it's just um, pretty much just getting all that stuff done. Like, just, like, getting the interview done, which is my, I haven't talked about it in a while, I suppose, but, like, my Chooser and Adventure series that I took a hiatus from working on because I couldn't work on it. Still can't. Um, like I said, it requires multiple like a like pretty much a crew um like just a mini crew though but like still a crew it requires that so waiting on that for people to be available stuff like that so until then i mean that didn't do anything
shit, 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 shit. Oh, okay. That's a lot of damage. I hate myself. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that was close. I'm just trying to focus to get past this and I died again. <clears throat> um, all the time. And then, um, just yeah, finish the interview. I'm waiting for people to be available to help me film that. And then, um, since that's the big project to do, then it's just, um, a couple skip ideas that I had left. In my whole do before the school year starts, which is obviously not true now, but just in general goals, like big projects, or just projects I wanted to get finished, so I can have a kind of clean slate of project project ideas to kind of have, like so I can have a kind of blank. Um, how do you say, yeah, just slight of, so I can think of more ideas, and videos to make, and series to make, and I'll just keep expanding and expanding on playlists and videos and ideas, and yeah, I can't wait to grow, hopefully, this year on Michael Creates, and this, and here, and YouTube and Twitter and just everything. It's been, uh, sorry, I, I'm gonna get off topic, um, but just finishing on my thought there with my goals for 2023, that's pretty much it, those three things. And then just, um, yeah, it's, and then just other than that, just keep growing with it. I just said that, but. So I guess just to overall simplify, it's just weight, partner, YouTube, growing. Which I could have said from the start. I am so happy I'm editing this. <laughs> I edit these. Um, I guess this is the proper sentence there. But, um, yeah, that's my goals for 2023, and now I think it's finally time to count down last time, everything that's happened since last time. The CPU is a little shady right now, so I'll wait for that to cool down a bit. 
man. I hate this area. Keep dying. Also, if you're concerned what I'm drinking, I'm just drinking a little smoothie that was in the fridge. Oh. My controller died. No, that's not the tower, right? I really gotta focus to beat this. It's like a really annoying area. Really annoying enemies. <clears throat> oh, Jesus, almost died. Gotta hit him there. Oh, come on. I was right there to kill him. Um, you know what? Not really feeling God of War right now, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, fuck it, I'll play Fall Guys. It's fun. Um, but yeah, man. As I was saying, I can focus a little more with this game anyway, but.
Yeah, just... First of all, before I get into what's happened in the last two months since... The last upload was shit. Let me check, actually. I swear it was like late October the last time I uploaded a fucking podcast episode. Which is not great. And it was also a lot going on that you guys don't know about and things. Not mentally, really, but school things. I already talked about this, but... But yeah, I was just kind of living life. I didn't really want to do something I didn't want to do. Because... Now, if I was a professional streamer, that would be horrible. It would be like not going into work for fucking two months, right? So, there's a difference there. Someone doing it for fun, someone doing it for actual living, food, water, money. Um, there's obviously a difference in disconnect there. But, um, with... Was last podcast episode, which was which what? <laughs> I can just fucking check. My laptop could just load. Oh my god! The, the website is loading fucking Twitch. Back on his bullshit again. <laughs> ah. If you didn't hear me before, I'm just playing Fall Guys well. Some, for some reason, it's more of a, it's more fun for me to do the podcast while I'm playing something. Um, maybe that's just because how I had all, because that's how I had all my, <clears throat> fucking throat here. That's how I had all my deep conversations with my friends growing up, playing like random video games and things. Maybe that's why. Uh, holy shit! Can I do something in Fall Guys? Is is that possible? Oh, it's because you have to do this. Let's see. And they're qualified. Okay. 
Oh, I don't know when my last episode was. Wonderful. When the bitrate went down, yay. Motherfucker. <laughs> You can hear me through this chaos, just know I am waiting for my stupid, stupid CPU to calm down and go back to a low thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's not terrible. What? What the? Huh? Okay, that's... <laughs> I'm honestly just cycling games at this point. Um... Multiverses time. I don't know anymore. Um, was I saying? Recounting things, yeah. Okay, um, it didn't show when my last episode was, because it deleted on my profile, but I think it was late October. So ever since then, I have gained a stable friend group, a solid. Hopefully, I think, um, I would, I would think, um, unbreakable finger. Um, and it's been a couple months, almost, or a few months, maybe, 
since I've known them, and man, when I tell you I knew I met my people the day I met everyone, it, it's like an otherworldly feeling, I, I can't even describe it. It's like, you know they're your best friends. And it's hard to describe how beautiful that is with just words. So I can say, it's beautiful, it's beautiful a thousand times until I'm blue in the face from saying something a thousand times, but you have to actually experience this for yourself and find your people, and it's like, it's so profound. I don't want to be like, oh golly me, but like, to my journey, it's so profound because, I'll just quickly explain this, um, basically just growing up I was a follower until like grade 9, but like until then I was like not really a follower, I, I, I was my own person with my uh, ex-friends that I was no longer friends with. Basically, I had a friend group that I grew up until, like, that I grew up with until uh, the summer before May 11. And then uh, that fell through, long story short, and I took a long time to find my people. Took a lot of people I don't talk to anymore, just like kind of hanging out with anyone I could, really, um, and it was nice, but it sucked, because I didn't find anything really stable, really back-and-forth effort, you know, until November, um, or, sorry, late October, um, probably after that podcast episode, I would think, but basically just I, w I wasn't a follower in grade 9 within that old friend group, and then my obviously my family, and I wasn't a follower of myself, obviously, that doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah. And then in grade 9, shells, I, t I tend to use the um, term butterfly when talking about this journey to people. Basically, in grade 9, shells, or cracks started to form in the shell. In the cocoon, rather. Of, like, my kind of social anxiety and stuff like that breaking. It started to start to crack. And, um... Then, obviously, COVID struck everyone differently. But it struck me specifically in that social growth. I guess more specifically, social anxiety growth journey where 
that cocoon had to hide for a straight year and a half, and it was difficult as shit. I am telling you, like, it's like I couldn't grow, which was the most frustrating, like, secluded feeling ever, and it was just very, very frustrating. Um, and then I also gained a girlfriend in that year, who I'm no longer with since March of, I guess, <laughs> you could say last year now. Um, so like, it's been 10, holy shit, it's been 10 months. Um, sorry, anyway. But, um, um, I get sorry, I get distracted easily. Fuck, was I saying that? Yeah, I, I got a girlfriend in that year, and that was another person I was, I became fully myself with, so that was a start with that growth, but it was only with that one person, right? So it was like, I couldn't be my, fully myself in general, because I still was a follower in other, many other, every other way, um, outside of my family my close friends and my girlfriend, and it was just so frustrating to not have that growth. And then uh, grade 11 was the first year back in person, and it was like forced growth uh, with this uh, announcements course. Basically, we made, we made the announcements, and you had to, you were basically forced to uh, make new friends because you, you had to have a group obviously to make a show um, a crew rather and i'll just call it a group because that sounds less professional it wasn't fucking professional anyway i was the co-host because i just wanted to try that and um i was an amazing kind of because our first broadcast because you know until the first broadcast because you know it takes a long time to make an episode so until the first broadcast we didn't know or i didn't know how difficult that would be that would actually be on my social anxiety and then I sat there with the person I, long, I no longer talked to, the person I immediately became friends with, who I thought would be, um, I won't say their name for lack of privacy my, for my personal life, but I thought they would be who my friends right now are to me. Um, I, I, I thought they would be like my best friend. and. Um, 
Long story short, they were not. No effort. Long story short, just no effort, really, on their part, but, um, basically took a long time and lots of practice within that group, because it's, um, it didn't take too long, so I didn't really get close with anyone else other than this person I was co-hosting the show with, so... Other than him, I wasn't really close with anyone, but I fully opened up with a lot of people that year. It's grade 11, I'm grade 12 now, so last year. Um, so last year was probably the best year of my life in terms of growing, I would say. And I, I think... If I had to say, I think 2022 was the best year of my life. Yeah. I went full stop into this content creation thing. Um, I started really badly with low level equipment which in some aspects I still have, um, and I will improve eventually, <laughs> but I went full stop into that as an outlet. Uh, you know, it's, I went through a breakup in March, right? And I immediately like, okay, I need to do something to distract now. And I went and made, started making videos again. And then I just went full stop into that because it was helping. And then it wasn't because of content creation itself. It certainly helped because it was an outlet, but obviously a lot of other factors, therapy, whatever, blah, blah. But it was um, eventually the pain. And it dissipated and I'm like, Oh, I really love doing this. And I already love doing it, but like through that process of using it as an outlet, um, I really found my passion for content creation and like filmmaking and just making things in general. And uh, I'm glad I haven't lost that. And I don't think I ever will, thanks to this year, frankly. And besides that, besides that whole journey and all the, all the support, all the minimal support I've gotten, still means big to me, obviously. Um, all the support I've gotten with it. All the um, you know, and I gained a brother that I used to have in the best friend that I was talking about in the old friend group, 
I gained a brother after that, and it didn't really hit me that I did for a little bit there, getting to know him. Um, and he's like the brother I used to have, and maybe never used to have. And it is an extremely profound thing and something I will never take for granted of how amazingly fantastical, mystical, otherworldly, otherworldly, like that fact is. That it took so many people to get to this person and the people surrounding him, creating a stable support system. Excess on the word stable, because it is, it's extremely stable. And we all love each other, and when we're all in a room, It's like you can feel the love radiating, and it's 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 frankly amazing. Um, and that happened closer to the end of the year. Obviously, like I said, you know, I met them all late April, or sorry, late October, a little bit early November. But we all quickly just started feeling this way, and it's, it's amazing, man. And other than that, I mean, I've gotten to fucking university, I have options. This year ending is another year closer to next year, which is... Terrifying, terrifying, terrifying thought, and I will continue being terrified about it until it actually happens. Um, you know, university and all that. September of next year, or I suppose this year, um, which I am terrified about. And And, you know, I think about all that I've gone through in this past year and how hard and difficult that first probably half of the year was going through the breakup, um, still kind of dealing a bit with losing my friends in October of 2021. Like that, that old friend group that I was referring to. Um, still trying to fix stuff with my dad. I'm not going to get into that, but just long story short. We had a falling out a long time ago, but anyway. And now it's fixed. And I'm healed from my old friends, obviously, now that I have these amazing people. And 
I'm healed from my ex as now I'm ready and open for that feeling again. And it's, it's like slowly everything is kind of slipping into place and all the puzzle pieces and all the dice pieces and all the, and all the D20s and D10s and whatever and chess pieces are just moving ever so slightly and it took a long ass time for me to realize that's what was happening and that everything and I know you hear this in every fucking sitcom ever really everything does happen for a reason and it took this year to realize that truly realize that and when you realize that it's like you look at something it's like you look at life very differently because as much as I love these amazing people if we all are falling out tomorrow as much as I love them I'd be okay because then I know with everything I've learned, especially this past year, that they weren't meant to be those people, and that I will soon find my people again. And that's what this year kind of taught me, that I can get through anything, and It's not, I'm not invincible, I still feel pain, but I know whenever I do, I can get through it. Not easily, but less harder than before, when I didn't know I could handle it. And now I do know, and it's a great thing to know. It's a great thing to uh, fall back on that fact. When you know you can get through anything. It's like... It's like you think nothing can hurt you and something does. And then... You're reminded of that feeling of pain. But it's... Refreshing when it does happen because you haven't felt it in a long time. I know where I'm going with this, which is basically the more I think about it, the more I talk about this year. This year changed my life. This year is the best year of my life because of that and more. Because of the content creation thing, because of these amazing people I gained, because of the amazing people that were in my life in my season, and then had to get out of it and weren't meant to be in my life past that season. Uh, and everyone we entered this year with, 
everyone I'm ending it with, or ended it with, I am truly, truly grateful for every last one of you, and I was going to make a TikTok, um, being like, like following that trend of who when I entered this year with, everyone I ended it with, that will take a long time, because I have a lot of close friends now, people I consider my kind of found family now, um, so that would take a long time find all the emojis. Um, frankly, it takes less time to find all the emojis for um, for the entering this year. One. <laughs> so, that being said, yeah, I think that that about sums it up with my personal, about what I learned this year and kind of what's happened this year. I mean, man, this year felt like fucking multiple years in one. Everything that I went through with everything that I made with all the people coming and going and now stability I have after a year of trying to get it. It's truly a special thing of how much can happen in a year? A lot can happen in a year. Really a lot, and... I wouldn't change a thing. Because it wouldn't have gotten me here. And it wouldn't have had me met these people. And it wouldn't have had me learn all these things. Yeah, man. I'm happy. For once, I'm content with the way things are. And I wouldn't change a thing right now. I wouldn't mind certain things. And I wouldn't change the way things are in this moment. And that's still something I need to learn. That's another that's kind of my final kind of thought. Um, 2023 and 2022, kind of a new year thing. Um, goal for 2023 is to be more in the moment. Because I am very much a person growing up. And right now, as I'm speaking, kind of every moment of every day, in the past and in the future, I rarely am ever in the moment living for right now. It's usually when I'm with friends, or like it, it doesn't take, it usually takes me being with people who I really love and cherish to live in the moment. Like those friends I was talking about, like my family, um, some moments during school, things like that. Which is also a weird thing to say. I now cherish school um, in a weird way. Not in a weird, I don't know. It's just 
grade 12 is the year of you you can actually get to do what you want to do um for the most part and unless unless you have a different situation and stuff and your parents are forcing you to or you're forcing yourself to stuff like that anyway with my situation i can get to do what i want to do and i'm very lucky for that and very fortunate for that because i'm sure in some countries kids don't get to do what they want to do in any year but anyway besides the point um yeah i'm very lucky for where i am right now to be alive to be happy in my life for once to to aspire to be more to do more improve more I, I, I don't know I feel like don't feel like this is gonna jinx it with me saying this to myself it's like I finally feel like this year is going to be my year I feel like everything good will happen for me this year. And I'm saying that now. And I will come back to this. But every so often, every day, every week, every two weeks, I don't know. Just every so often, routinely, I will think back on this thought. And think, hey, none of your goals happen yet, and there's progress in one of them, and they will continue to reflect. And that way, it can be an intermingling thing of past, future, and present all at once, and I don't have to step in either the past or the future. And that way, I can do all three, but mainly the moment. And that pretty much sums up what's been happening um, in my life. What happened this year? Some goals for 2023 that I talked about. That pretty much sums it up, man. And yeah, I can't wait to see what comes next for me. With that being said, I think that is it for my personal life topics. Um, I think, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just trying to think if there's anything else. I think there is one. Yeah. I'm just happy to be that being said, let's get into the meat and potatoes, everyone. What 
fuck has happened since October, huh? November. Back into Wakanda forever. Amazing movie. I have to say, I saw it in theaters twice. I saw it, um, in another thing in Canada. But in Canada, we have two theaters that everyone goes to. There's either the more affordable theater, which pretty much everyone goes up with and continues going to, or there's the other group, which many people, many of those people still love, but they prefer Cineplex because it's bigger and quote unquote better. I don't think so, but that's the whole thing bigger, better. Um, and they have the freestyle pop machines. Whatever, man. <laughs> it doesn't have the nostalgia. Well, it does. Basically, the different groups of theater goers in my town, okay? And what happened with film.ca was that there was a lot of. Uh, there was this foreign movie playing. I forget which culture, which movie title, whatever. Just there was a foreign movie playing. It was causing people to get violent. It was causing like threats to cast the theater. Some broke and stole the ATM off the wall. Just a lot of crazy shit. And when I was checking the news to make sure it was safe for me to go with this friend of mine, one of the friends I was referring, referring to that I have now, um, the brother that I gained, seeing it with him. And this was my second time seeing it. I'll get into the first time in a minute after I talk about this, but yeah. The, um, I'm checking the news. I'm sure they have, and then the last news story was two weeks prior to us seeing that in the recover, and it, the, the one two weeks prior was the one of the person stealing the ATM. And when we went there, so I just figured it was safe two weeks ago, you know, nothing happened since then. Figured it was safe, and then we went there, and like half. Like I think half of the theater was full. Um, I almost think of COVID, like 50% capacity. <laughs> Just brought up the memory there. Um, anyway, basically, we got there and there was just half. There's like there should be 50% more people. Basically, it was like fucking Thanos came in and snapped half of the audience <laughs> or half of the theaters. In home, okay. so it was crazy like that, um, and but yeah, no, no, no one, nothing strange, no sense of unease, no, um, no feeling of danger, no suspicious-looking people. Nothing happened. Like it was a safe night. The entire time, and it was cool. Excuse me. It was weird to think that people were finding the theater dangerous, and that people were just backing out of going to the theater because of all the news stories. It's like people don't read that the last one was on two weeks ago and nothing's happened. Still, nothing happened since like two months ago or whatever. So. The first time though, sister, 
and her boyfriend were very adamant on not going on that day. We went to Cineplex. And, you know, it was a great, this was, yes, okay, sounds like your audience garners a bigger reaction and a better theater experience. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll admit it. Um, so in Cineplex, because of that, it was probably one of the best theater I've ever had. And, spoiler alert, it's been like a couple months, so jokes on you guys, but um, <laughs> when the credits started opening, the Marvel Panther and everything, with the Trolla and all the silence, I think everybody can agree, and everybody has said this on TikTok and social media since the movie has come out, the words, the silence, was so loud. And it really was, man. It, all I heard during that opening, during those opening credits were sniffs, and muffles like oh shit like and just like wow and stuff like that and then immediately went into the full drive of oh shit he dead and that was that was a great theme for the movie tackle for obviously because of Chadwick I mean obviously a good thing to obviously death was a good thing to tackle for this movie, but outside of real life stuff, it was a great, like outside of Chadwick stuff, it was a great theme to tackle the theme of death because death is so sudden, and I never dealt with it um, personally, like I took it secondhand. Stuff. Like having people in the store for your loss and all that. Like, kind of, you gotta help the person and stuff. But I've never dealt with actual death before myself. And I'm not looking forward to them. I don't that stuff. Anyway, besides the point. As far as I know, that's so sudden. And that's basically what this movie dealt with in terms of Chala, in terms of um, shit, what's her name? Oh, I'm blanking right now. Why was I that? Um, Romada. <laughs> I feel like that's not her name. Yeah. Yeah? Queen Romanda. Yeah, no, that, that's her name. Um, it, Chala, it was Romada. It was um, it was almost Shuri, we thought, we thought she was going to die. It was almost uh, Mbappé, at least I thought he was going to die when he got punched by Namor, or Namor. Um, Namor was going to die when he got burned by Shuri. Like, just all these people, and two of them actual deaths, really hit that theme of you never know how short life's being down. And another movie that did that so well was Amazing Spider-Man 2. And as much as that movie, the story between Gwen and Peter was never in doubt of how amazing and beautiful that was. Anyway, so. <laughs> Black Panther. With Black Panther, like, 
besides the obvious emotional stakes. The cinematography, I mean, fuck man. Cinematography. I mean, I, my jaw was like, I just could not pull my eyes off the projector screen when they showed Tokan and when Namor was showing Shuri through Tokan and giving her to her. Everything the the Telecon theme was playing, uh, theme music for Telecon, and they were just swimming through it. And all I could think was, this is fucking beautiful. And I thought that probably more than 20 times watching this fucking movie, both times. I mean, Like, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Black and Forever. Forever. Seriously, because Ryan Coogler and all crew had probably one of, if not the most difficult jobs as critical and artists and filmmakers to respect a talent and a great person and a great character whilst telling a similar story with someone only laughed at the bar in the MC before this movie, which is sure. We've never taken her seriously. She's only been like pretty much comedic relief before Wakanda Forever. And something I mean if you don't relate to her, you can't really connect to the story. Um, you can't really enjoy it that well. But Shuri, again, like I said, I haven't dealt with deep physical death yet, but a line that will stick with me probably forever in the movie um, was when Mbaku said Shuri after Amanda died. Um, and she's now lost both her brother and her mother. Mbaku said to Shuri, the world has taken too much from you for you to still be considered a child. And as much as this sounds egotistical from coming from me, that really fucking hit home for me. Because it's like, all that I've gone through, it's like, I don't think I can be considered like a child anymore, at least emotionally. Yeah. Um, having so much, or just emotional, but still, I could definitely just really hit that home for me, and I could literally clench my chest and like, oh my god, like that's, like that's an amazing line, and I, I think I immediately really tried to remember it, actually, I remember correctly, and then I saw it with my friend. Um, I read after it and fixed the wording of it. Anyway. Just not like fucking dissect this movie. It's one of those one of those rare movies where you need to see it on the biggest possible eyes the first time. Um, and I feel bad for literally anyone in the planet that that experience. Um, it is it is truly. One of the most, not, not like audience reaction, the but like one of the most profound 
profoundly impacting, like emotionally impacting, mentally impacting, deep thinking, like your going experiences I've ever had the pleasure of going to. And I will fucking always cherish that night seeing it for the first time with my sister and her boyfriend. Um, my other brother. Um, anyway. It was just, yeah. And then it was kind of crazy because when people were going into the theater, or like, yeah, going, or like coming out of the theater, the show was before us. People were saying it was mid. And I swear I went to hit them because they would be so ignorant to say something is mid without even thinking of why what you watch you thought was bad. It's, it's like you don't even have any justification for thinking things bad. It's like you may just put into this box of bad and don't even acknowledge why when somebody argues with you and it kind of jiggles the keys in that box or like kind of like makes you all defensive about you're like, no, it's my box. It's it's, it's my bet they let me have it. People are so immature with, in that sense these days, and it's just my god, these days, not fucking old man. I'm just saying it's it was difficult to hear that after I just after now knowing the funny like deeply impacting experiences of what I go through. So much just to say to me, yeah. To be honest, to be really honest, that kind of fucked to just hear some say it was mid, now knowing the fucking experience I went through, the, the impact I moved on. But, um, just has a point. It's a profoundly, deeply, truly packed and emotionally moving movie that I would recommend it to literally everyone on the planet who hasn't seen it. And, um, and more of the best films ever fucking put on screen. So. Next up after that. Or was it before that? I or no, sorry. I'm I was thinking I was thinking of um D twenty three, which was in September, never mind. No, but what did happen? A few days after that was, you know, after that, yeah, a few days after that was Kevin Conroy's passing, and I didn't know the guy, never met him, never got involved with him, but I could tell that everything that I enjoyed with him was Batman, Bruce Wayne. That he gave a shit. That he gave a shit about what he was doing. And he cared about how people would perceive it. He cared about a little boy who would hear someone who was broken, conquering their fears, and saying, I am Vengeance, I am Knight, I am Batman. And that's why Kevin Connors Batman and turning his fear and pain into strength. That's not the most important message in character in your media ever. Then I would say, if not the most important, 
I mean, shit. He got me out of overcome right here. Does every little kid be impacted by these messages of Batman? Do every little kid be impacted by Batman holding a villain's hand? A little kid villain. Um, by the way, well, she dies. Messages to every little kid who was impacted when when Batman said, "I am vengeance. I'm like I'm Batman for the first time." Like all those little kids, he gave a shit about them. He gave a shit about all of us. Everyone. And that is some, something truly special. There's always the question phrase when these things happen, we lost a good one. We lost. Probably one of the greatest people to ever want, frankly. And in terms of character of Batman, we lost the heart and soul of Bruce Wayne Batman. Then slash Batman. We lost the heart and soul, the definitive heart and soul of the character. Along with Kevin Conroy. I'm glad we're getting the heart and soul back in Suicide Squad to just sleep. Ling May. I will play the shit out of that game because it is Kevin Conroy's Batman and the Arkham Verse again. And that wasn't revealed in the most recent awards. Which was early December, early, early last month. So, when I'm sorry, backtracking. Ever since then, I mean, just a, that, that was kind of a little bit difficult for us to be honest. Um, his legacy will always remain with me. He's Batman. Well, he'll never be. Um, really. So. And then, um, since then, I mean, a lot of trailers have come out. Quantum Mania looks insane, and I am extremely excited for that. Um, and Man Quantum Mania. Okay, what's that ass? I think I've watched that trailer and all these trailers that I'm about to talk about like a million times. Um, just much time. Right across the spider, this is probably my most anticipated movie 